This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Welcome to this edition of PCD Soundbites. I'm your host, Malia Haley. Women with gestational diabetes are at seven times greater risk of developing type 2 diabetes than women without gestational diabetes. An estimated 1 to 14% of pregnancies are affected by gestational diabetes in the United States. Although most women with gestational diabetes return to normal glucose tolerance after delivery, as many as 10 to 50% can develop type 2 diabetes within five years. But progression to type 2 diabetes can be prevented by maintaining a healthy weight and adopting a healthy lifestyle. Joining me by phone today is Faye Gao, a graduate student at East Carolina University in Greenville, North Carolina, and winner of PCD's 2018 Student Research Paper Contest in the graduate category. We'll be discussing his winning paper, which looks at gestational diabetes and health behaviors among women in the United States. Thank you for joining me, Faye. Thank you for having me. Please begin with a brief overview of your study. Of course. Uh, my study examined recent changes in the prevalence of gestational diabetes mellitus among women of reproductive age in the United States and uh, to assess the prevalence of women participating in healthy lifestyle behaviors. Now, gestational diabetes can be defined as having glucose intolerance during pregnancy. So women who are diagnosed with gestational diabetes should receive medical advice from their physicians regarding diabetes self-care to help them practice um, healthy behaviors. These behaviors include physical activity, dietary patterns such as intake of cholesterol, sodium, and fiber, all within the recommended guidelines, and also not smoking. So in our study, we first began by describing the percentage of women in the United States who have gestational diabetes and describe any recent changes in the rates of gestational diabetes using the data from the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey. And then we uh, compared any changes in practicing healthy behaviors among women with or without gestational diabetes. And lastly, we assess the relationship between being diagnosed with gestational diabetes and practicing healthy behaviors. What led you to this particular study and what sparked your interest in gestational diabetes research? I was actually conducting a literature review for a mentor about type 2 diabetes when I stumbled upon gestational diabetes. Uh, through those literatures, I found that there is no recent research on the changes of gestational diabetes prevalence in the United States. So the existing studies are outdated and need to be updated, especially to determine whether there is an improvement in practicing healthy behaviors among women with gestational diabetes over time. So I used the recent NHANES data to provide an update. That is so interesting. What was most notable about your study's findings? I think the most notable finding was that there was actually no difference in practicing healthy behaviors in women with or without gestational diabetes, which is the opposite of what we expected. So our findings might suggest that there are certain obstacles that hinder women with gestational diabetes from practicing healthy behaviors, and we need to have continuing efforts to help remove those obstacles. With the number of resources and information that is available to pregnant women about gestational diabetes... What could account for the nearly 40% of women not meeting healthy behavior guidelines? Um, there are several studies that have shown women adopt healthy behaviors during pregnancy for the sake of the baby, but after pregnancy, things would change, and there are many obstacles such as fatigue, lack of time, and lack of child support. So also there might be other reasons like different cultures and beliefs as well. 
How interesting! And what do you think needs to be done to promote healthy behaviors among women with gestational diabetes? Um, I think the key is to remove these specific obstacles that prevent women with gestational diabetes from practicing healthy behaviors. Um, things such as enrolling these women into coordinated interventions that integrate both the patient and their family members can be useful. Also, having culturally modified interventions can help minorities better understand what gestational diabetes is and how gestational diabetes can negatively affect the pregnancy and the health of the mothers. So, by doing so, this can help promote healthy behaviors. And how can research in this area be expanded?、Um, there is still a lot to learn about how to reduce obstacles women with gestational diabetes have when they're trying to adopt healthy behaviors. But I think. Qualitative studies can help gather insight about barriers to help women with gestational diabetes adopt healthy behaviors.、Uh, we should also find out what they think of what helps them practice healthy behaviors, and I think this is crucial in the development of future interventions、um, that are designed to help women with gestational diabetes adopt healthier behaviors. What advice would you give to others who are interested in the public health field and similar research? There are many public health issues that are still waiting for innovative solutions, and research can definitely help us identify effective solutions. So, when new graduates come into the field, I would highly recommend writing research papers early in their career and work with their mentors.、Um, firsthand experience with manuscript formatting, referencing, data reporting, and revisions are important steps towards a career in research. And as I mentioned before. Having great mentors definitely helped me with the research process. I honestly wouldn't have been able to accomplish and receive this reward without my mentors, Dr. Hua Bin Liu, Catherine Jones, Wanda Nicholson, Ronnie Bell, who helped guide me with their expertise along the process. Thank you, Faye, and congratulations. You can read his study, "Gestational Diabetes and Healthy Behaviors Among Women: National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, 2007 to 2014." Online at cdc.gov/pcd. The findings and conclusions in this report are those of the author and do not necessarily represent the official position of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.